Welcome back, everyone, to another Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast in Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott. And Steve Wilson. You know, we have. I've always said, Robert, that you can't ever go out of business in Fort Worth selling fried catfish. And there's one chain that's kind of having some ups and downs, and it's the first time that we've seen uh, someplace that, that, uh, that didn't quite work. Well, this is the catch, and I believe we alluded to the catch on a recent podcast. Uh, the catch had a location on in West Fort Worth on uh, Camp Bowie that closed in November. And then um, last week, um, last week being early February, they um, closed a, a location on North Tarrant Parkway. About the same time, they opened a location in Mansfield. Which is doing great. Which is doing – the, the co-founder, I talked to the – one of the founders of the catch and he said the Mansfield location was breaking first week records for the chain chain originated in uh, Tyler if I yeah, if I remember East correctly. East Texas seafood with a bit of Louisiana right because East Texas I guess catfish technically not from the sea so but yeah East Texas fish and 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 seafood and and, uh, and they had their ups and downs they have come into a market that was already used to flying fish and old timers like Zeke's and the catch was big in some places and it, it did not work in some places. And it, it entered the um, greater, it's always kind of hard to say Fort Worth market when you're talking about Burleson, which is Johnson County, right. but uh, it entered the Fort Worth area, I guess, uh, in 2016 with the Burleson location. Well, you know, the Burleson open. location was really good. Yeah. And everybody, when we wrote about the catch, everybody said, I hated the Fort Worth location. We went to the Arlington location. The Arlington location's great. So I think there was some real inconsistency between the corporate-run catch and the franchises. The Camp Bowie was a franchise. And at some point, according to readers, uh, it sold shrimp and gumbo and a lot of things. But at some point, they weren't even selling catfish. So And, we, and we'd seen uh, I mixed um, on social media about the North Herm Parkway location. Yeah. And apparently, it started well and, and kind of drifted off. Tailed off. That's a, and that's a tough location. But there, that's been two restaurants previous before that. It was a, a Salsaritas, uh, which was sort of a, a kind of a Chipotle-style place. Didn't last very long, and it was preceded by a Freebirds Royal Burrito that also didn't last very long, but there's a Freebirds probably three miles away at Alliance Town Center. Um, the, it's, in so there, the, the, a, it's in the greater Watauga side of I, North Terran Parkway. I, I would say in North Terran Parkway, it's right where Watauga, it's right almost where Watauga and Keller and yeah. Fort Worth meet. So it, it's a tough location. The, um, the one thing that I remember about the Camp Bowie catch and something that was an immediate turnoff is that I walked in and it was too hot. The thermostat was set too high, so it was kind of muggy in there. And also, it smelled like fish. And this is one of the things that, you know, you want a fish restaurant to be comfortable, but you don't want it to smell like too much like fish. Right. So it was just, a, it was a poorly run store. And the catch is going great in Mansfield and South Arlington. And uh, so we want to see continued great things ahead and maybe a return to Fort Worth. And the founder says he's not done with Fort Worth. He says he has a franchisee who he thinks is going to be good for the market. They're looking for a location. They like to move into previous restaurant locations. He's, uh, you know, he says they do have some first-generation spots, but he prefers a place. And, and, and that, to me, seemed to like be one of the issues is you had two burrito spots and then you move a seafood place into it. It just—it seemed like a weird place to adapt. Yeah, I, the, uh, I think, and, and when I talked to him, uh, the uh, we talked about moving to having a place at Lake Worth or having a place out Bryant Irvin, you know, some place that yeah, I, I 
this was my own observation, but it looks like that everywhere there's a Spring Creek barbecue and a Mexican inn or a Mexican restaurant nearby of some kind, that's probably a good place to put a catfish restaurant. And too. it's not very, that, that one on North Turner Parkway was not very far from a Spring Creek or a Mexican inn. Okay. They're both right at 377. Yeah, but they're both in a lot better location, too. Right, they're so. right on the, that Keller, almost in Old Town Keller. Yeah, I mean, when you're on 377, you've got all the traffic. When you're on North Tarrant Parkway, you're forgotten. So There's a, North Tarrant Parkway is a divided street. There's a median. It's hard to get back and forth across. North Tarrant Parkway is just, we, it we, was, has not been a success. We, we have we have made the effort to get across medians for Andy's Frozen Custard. Yeah, <laughs> and absolutely. You, you'll, a lot of people are doing that there. You'll see a line at Andy's in the drive-thru. There's a McDonald's next door. You'll see a line there. And then everybody else is kind of fighting for a taste. Is empty. We should talk about uh, Lent and Mardi Gras will be coming up. And so uh, Mardi Gras, I know Tricky Fish is promoting its Mardi Gras drinks and Mardi Gras specials. Razoo's always has a big event. Those are both the same company. Where else should we talk about for Mardi Gras specials Steve and then is a for fan Lent of, and Diet? Uh, Papados. Yeah, yeah, I like oh, Papados. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, Papados is huge. They have a real good wait staff. And the very professional huge, weights. Yeah, have a huge menu with uh, huge portions. <laughs> and, and we need to say, what do you like when you go there? I know you say it's great. What do you like? Well, for lunch, they have an andouille sausage and shrimp dish that a uh, bunch of fried shrimp on skewers, and then uh, uh, then and a big andouille sausage, and it's on top of red beans and rice. And uh, they. Uh, only fix that for lunch, and so that's one of the things. When if we go there for lunch, that's one of the things I like picking up. Yeah, the Papa's restaurants really transcend the chain restaurant problems, and they have a great takeout service too. Uh, we did uh, like huge lobsters there once when uh, we did real well yeah. in uh, at a casino <laughs> in, in, in Oklahoma. We came back and we had the and had uh, Papa's lobsters. Uh, yeah, that's big, a pretty big, big, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah had the, the the big big lobsters. You know, you'd have stopped at, at the catfish place in marietta but uh, right. you had to come home and have some big lobster <laughs> what, you know just go what ahead. is the place in in east fort worth riverbend cafe is it riverbend cafe right it's it's a it's a uh, fancy cafe it's a it's a uh, it's a breakfast lunch and, and dinner cafe with a five-star chef and he he prepares like gourmet dinners but in takeout plating so you're not paying for dishwashing or anything like that so that feels like it would be another good place that would be another and tributary cafe tributary cafe definitely would be a great mardi gras place or lent place Uh, i made a list of of just the the fried catfish places that seem to do well my i personally like tj's catfish which is tj's catfish and wings in southwest arlington on green oaks i think they've got a good spice Uh, i think uh, flying fish in general with their all you can eat on one night a week, I think Wednesday, and I think Flying Fish in general does a good, even job. I really like going there and uh, getting the the grilled fish tampacana with the uh, with the uh, spice, and then you got the old guard, the Catfish Sam's and Catfish and Company. Uh, they're still holding up the old timey catfish. Uh, uh, you know honors and then the chain lisa's fried chicken this is a secret lisa's fried catfish is really better than lisa's fried chicken yeah and I, yeah i've had theirs before yeah, it lisa, is good. lisa cat lisa's catfish is very good for takeout and then, and then one other place that i went today that i just want to mention for lent and you wouldn't think about this because um, it's very unusual in a tex-mex restaurant but benito's on magnolia has great blackened tilapia and they have blackened tilapia tacos, and they serve it. And they, they really combine the two because they they do a blackened tilapia with the Cajun spice, but then they serve it uh, acapulqueña with the, the uh, you know onion, tomato, pepper, 
toppings. So it's a really great dish, and it comes with with uh, black beans and white rice, or you can substitute borracho beans. But the the uh, blackened tilapia at at uh, at Benito's is something I'm going to they have it either in tacos or as a plate. So that's something I'm going to go back. So it's an interesting thing because Mardi Gras is um, Fat Tuesday, so the whole idea is you really kind of eat as you prepare for Ash Wednesday, which is supposed to be a day of fasting. Right. Um, and then <clears throat> I, I was raised Catholic. Mardi Gras is March 5th. Right, March 5th. So Ash Wednesday starts March 6th. I was raised Catholic. Um, since Vatican II, Catholics have been allowed to eat meat on Friday on any, uh, except during Lent. And um, But my mom had, had a macaroni cheese, corn and some sort of fish dish every week it was like fish sticks salmon salad crab cake something like that yeah every friday and every friday and um now that i'm uh, married to a vegetarian and have been with her for 20 years you realize you can do more than you know you can be meatless with more than just fish you know and i i've done veggie burgers one of my favorite vegetarian things is pizza because most places uh, I, there's a couple of exceptions like Canada Rosa and Fireside Pies do really good meat, but a lot of pizza places, the meat isn't really that good anyway. So a vegetarian pizza, we usually will kick it up a little bit with some jalapenos, but that's another way to go meatless during Lent. Um, so I, um, and every now and then, mom would do the special thing and we'd have like pancakes or waffles for dinner. Um, so we do lean a lot on fish. But there's other ways to go, too. I grew up, we weren't fillet. Roman Catholic, but we had salmon croquettes on Fridays. So. Fillet, fillet of fish. Fillet yeah. of fish. You need to get around that. Get, oh, yeah. Well, it, yeah, we, we get did in line McDonald's for the and, um, and at McDonald's. And Long John Silver's. New one at Whataburger. I and, haven't tried it. And Long, and Long John Silver's, yeah. which, um, <laughs> which Long John Silver's really, uh, I believe they actually eventually did, started just packaging the crumbs from uh, That's right. from their um, their their fried fish you could, because you that could was buy so, extra crumbs yeah that was so good okay we want to talk about a couple other things and cover we want to talk about we have a one restaurant in tarrant county that was named to the texas monthly version of where to eat now the best new restaurants for the year 2018 uh it's called and it's called the best new restaurants in texas but we have one restaurant and it's kind of a surprise of all the new restaurants they picked this small little asian restaurant on south main uh, four sisters, right? Yeah, yeah. Steve, you had a lunch today. Yeah, I had lunch there today. Was it crowded? A lot of people were in their Texas monthly. It wasn't that. <laughs> cr- uh, usually, it is fairly crowded, but it wasn't really that crowded when I went today. But what, the, what makes Texas? What makes Four Sisters something that stood out? Do you think? Uh, well, that they have like uh, you know, it's a pho is their main you know main uh, dish there. Although they have other dishes too, but. Um, it's homemade. I mean, you know, they you have like homemade noodles and stuff, which you don't usually. You know, they're kind of it's kind of a rough cut noodle instead of uh, instead of the uh, you know the just packaged noodles that you see at normal places. So it's it's a little different. It's called Four Sisters because it's the kind of cooking that he'd have at home with his four sisters. Is that the backstory? Right. It's the the chef is a Tuan Pham, if, mm-hmm. if I right. remember right. Formerly and, of Piranha. I'm sorry, formerly of Shinjuku and Shinjuku right. Station. And he had he had four sisters growing up, so mm-hmm. he named it after them for um, if I remember what you said, it was like the what they had in the kitchen when yeah. he was growing up. This is Vietnamese home cooking and it's not you know, to restaurant food, it's 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 kitchen cooking and so it's a but a, you know, Texas Monthly recommended mom's fried shrimp 
and the braised pork belly with rice. What I remember there was the fried chicken. I uh, had the seafood noodle salad there, which was, uh, um, I mean, sorry, noodle soup there, which was uh, quite good. I'm looking at the menu. Uh, you got shrimp, fish patty, spinach, uh, fried shallots, uh, quail eggs, green onions. Quail eggs are also, uh, mm-hmm. it's basically another pho, but they, they just call it a, a soup. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Specials, stir-fried stir lobster is a big special. And the... Uh, for uh, for the vegetarians, the lemongrass tofu is uh, is highly recommended. We went there on a Friday night um, before going to a a, a play at a Amphibian Theater, which is right up the street. And uh, it was like seven o'clock, and we didn't have a trouble getting seated. So maybe they're starting to get a little um, momentum here. Yeah, maybe. It, it wasn't as busy as going to uh, Wabi House. Wabi House, yeah, I mean, which yeah. is always packed. The other thing about Four Sisters that we liked is that unlike many restaurants, they had a good craft cocktail menu and a really good bartender. So it was, uh, you know, they had, uh, yeah, they had all these specialty drinks, the, the the gin drinks and bourbon drinks and the kind of things you would see at, at a at a nicer restaurant. So it for, is small. I mean, for you know, it is it is a smaller restaurant. You know, uh, so it's in South Main Village. We mm-hmm. should say. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like uh, it's about it's just a little bit north of Rosedale. It's so. like right across from the Vandegrift Milk Company. Vandervoort. 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 And it's in yeah. front of. It's a block. It's in South Main, in front of what's the uh, main and south side. What's the what's the brew pub, burger oh, pub? Um, that's the uh, oh, pouring um, glory. Pouring, pouring glory. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know your South Main. Yeah. Village. It's, it's okay. basically the the parking lot yeah. is behind uh, behind the the uh, Four Sisters, and then after, after right across from the parking lot, then is Pouring Glory, and this parking lot then is behind it. Which gives us a chance to plug Pouring Glory, glory once yeah. again. I, mm-hmm. The burger menu there is very good. Fantastic. I, I think it's um, one of the more underrated restaurants in Fort Worth. Yeah, the, the burger concept came from uh, Humperdinks, and, and uh, he broke away and did all his own burgers, and then he's gone on now to run Tipsy Oak, but they left good burgers at Pouring Glory, mm-hmm. and I had the best uh, grilled cheese in town there, I think. so. Well, don't forget the braised pork belly at Four Sisters. So, um, The other thing that was kind of big news and caught on on social media this week that everybody wanted to talk about was French fries. So um, this was a uh, L.A. Times? Story. Los Angeles Times. And it was a they actually did rated a little, the fries. They actually did a kind of a chart rating them from like left to right on um, flavor and uh, texture and I, I can't remember if there's any other quality. No, that but, was a four-way chart with fla- better texture, worse texture, better taste, worse taste. And uh, at the bottom was the, 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 the worst. The worst was California's own beloved In-N-Out. Um, I have defended In-N-Out's burgers before. You kind of have to be, it's a little tricky there. You have to, the best burgers are on a secret menu. But and you have to get the a double. Fries are terrible. Well, you know, and this is some. Uh, this is great redemption for all the Texans who said, "God, In and Out's good. It's it's reasonably priced. It's quick, and the good service is good." But the fries are horrible. And so, even the Los Angeles Times says the fries are horrible. They, they're trying to make them healthy, and so they're giving you like raw fries. You can actually have them oh. double cook it. You know? Yeah, the double. You have yeah, to ask for them yeah, double cooked. Yeah, so asking for double cooked and French, that gets them closer to a good fry. French, French always, and I think that's true anywhere always ask for french fries crisp it, it always brings up the question of why do you need to special order something to get it good to make it good right why do you why is the best stuff why on the secret menu instead mm-hmm. of just on the regular menu most people know about this the in and out secret menu but um 
why don't they just put the you know the double beef mustard burger on the on the regular menu? And I'm going to go ahead and say too that the the second worst was also something that brings up their ear in a lot of my rankings, and that's the beloved Sonic Drive-In, which is is does a lot of things, but is not the best at any of them. Well, I um, I used to do Sonic a lot for um, for shakes and, and ice cream and stuff like that. That but, ice cream, I brought some. But there's I, a lot of other there's a lot of other options now. I brought some leftover Sonic ice cream home one day. I put it on the counter and I went out. I came back home six hours later. It hadn't melted. I'm a little worried about that. <laughs> but now the the best fries of all um, outside. I mean, there was one famous burger chain not in and out that was chosen for the absolute best fries and i remember the first time i had these they blew me away this is washington uh, dc based five guys which moved into the dallas fort worth area about what five six years ago oh, I, more more than 10 years ago it was one of the first restaurants in south lake down square um i um i, I i've been to three five you're guys. not impressed i'm not a mm-hmm. i'm not a five guys convert um i don't find it terrible i just don't understand why it has this cult following if you're I think a lot of you know if if you're in Washington eating at a Five Guys, it's probably terrific. But I've been to the one in South Lake, I've went to the uh, one in downtown Fort Worth, and the one in Lionstown Center, and like I said, not terrible, but nothing calls me back, including the fries. Well, they make a big deal out of they have the potato sacks and where your potatoes are from, and I mean they're they're good. They bring you the sack full of French fries. I thought the first time. I had five guys. I thought, wow, I mean, I ate all the fries. Yeah, I was uh, thinking that the fries were really good the first couple of times I had it. Uh, and it's a lot of fries. You know, you get the you get small, you know, you order. The fries are for two or three people, you know, even the smallest order they have. And, uh, and they fill that bag up really full. And uh, one of the things that happens, though, is with a real full bag of fries is they sometimes get a little soggy from all the steam and stuff in well, there. Well, I think that's part of my problem. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, Okay, but you like a well, in and out derivative. It's a, uh, no, it's a five guys, five guys derivative. derivative, which is Mulia, um, which is based in in Dallas, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, local. And uh, it, um, it had a location that unfortunately went away on 377 in Watauga. Quite but, a few Mulias mil- mil- have come and gone, but, but there's still a there's few. one near Alliance Town Center, um, yeah. and uh, they they kind of they do the same thing with their fries. It's like you ask for a small, they give you a cup. They put the cup in the bottom of the bag and they pour as many fries as they can into the into the bag. Um, when it was on uh, 377, I had about a 15 minute drive home, and my wife would get mad at me because I'd eaten more of the, than half the fries. I find the texture yeah. better. I find them saltier. I don't find them as greasy as, as the um, the Five Guys. I think they do a better job holding up in the bag. Yeah, that's the test. If you uh, eat more of the fries before you get home, they must be good fries. But and where? That, but who does have going beyond fast food? Who does have the best fries? Well, and the fast food, we should say that second was behind Five Guys was McDonald's. And then third was Del Taco, which while it was here had excellent French fries. And then I wasn't uh, even aware of Del Taco. Del Taco of course, Del Taco Del, wasn't here very long. Excellent. It had some excellent fries. And then you get down into the Arby's and Dairy Queens and Shake Shack, and you get down into the big middle. But uh, where's your favorite fries, Steve? Uh, let's see, Hop Daddy is probably my favorite. Hop Daddy's fry. got good fries. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I'm still a believer in the Fred's fries. I think Fred's, uh, you know, they, they they still have a great fry, and and there's some great skin on fries that come out. So the, I, I think it's that's part of it. You get a debate there um, on the fries because I am less of a fan of the skin on fries. I understand why people like them. They have the more potato flavor. I prefer mine a little more crisp and salty. Yeah. Um, so I understand why people like them. I'm just not as big a fan of them. Um, there's places 
unfortunately, Tillman's left Fort Worth, uh, um, Tillman's Roadhouse left Fort Worth because they had their trio of fries. You could still get them in uh, Bishop Arts District in Dallas. Those were really good. It was like Parmesan fries. Um, there was a like a salt and pepper rosemary, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, They were too tricked up. Truffle fries. I've got no use for truffle fries. <laughs> Nobody knows the truffles he's eating. Yeah. Well, we, we just, I, I just had some uh, truffle fries last week uh, at um, – uh, Chop House Chop Burger, House Burger which is very good. Yeah. You get them, tell them to leave off the truffle, and their fries are good. Well, they have they have fries without truffles, but I ordered them with truffles. I like yeah. the Parmesan truffle fries. Yeah. Well, there's, there's one place that serves fries, and they're very popular there, and you wouldn't think they would. And uh, You're going to say Tokyo, Tokyo Cafe. Tokyo Cafe. Yeah. Tokyo Cafe has fantastic fries. Talk fries or <laughs> Toke fries yeah, yeah, are worth going for. And you yeah. wouldn't think, you know, a Japanese restaurant, you know, it's going to be, you're going to be getting fries there. But you, oh. uh, they're all, you, every table you look has those fries. And the same thing at Shinjuku Station, which mm-hmm. is related. Mm-hmm. We went there with four people and we had three orders of fries. Mm-hmm. So it, it was really great. Yeah, this, this is where we're all in agreement. These fries are really good. Yeah. So go to Tokyo Cafe or Shinjuku Station and have the fries General, we need to discuss briefly pro or con the crinkle fry. Uh, it depends on I. Well, sometimes they look just like they've come out of a Rita bag. Um, if they're salted well enough, if the texture's well enough, I'm okay with it. But Kincaids. they always look like they came out of a frozen bag. It, it's just to me always. Kincaid's does a good job with the the crinkle mm-hmm. fry. There yeah. is a chain in Austin called Mighty Fine Burger. And they do a house-made, house-cut crinkle fry. And, and gentlemen, I want to mm-hmm. tell you, if you're ever in Austin, the Mighty Fine Burger has some Mighty Fine Fries. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was taking cage yesterday, and uh, my wife loves crinkle fries. So uh, we picked up a big big order of that. The, uh, you know, the concept, you know, is, you know, the crinkle thing is to add more surface area mm-hmm. to, to the fry and uh, make it crispier. So, you know, it uh, – but – uh, like you said, you, do, you don't like the uh, skin-on fries, right, right. and so so you don't have any of that with these crinkle fries. And I actually kind of like the skin-on fries. Boy, I'm and now I'm thinking about waffle fries, and one right. place I missed them is back porch, which unfortunately is no longer. It was before. no longer. That was a baked waffle fry, so yeah, that was were good. extra healthy. Uh, and you're, if you ask about Chick-fil-A waffle fries, uh, the L.A. Times, not being from Chick-fil-A country. Uh, rated them like below average but really the chick-fil-a waffle fries are kind of a, a southern craving the the lines at the chick-fil-a and the linestown center and across the freeway there's there's one on each side of the freeway out by where i live because the line because one of the linestown center is so popular that chick-fil-a added another one at presidio junction so you don't have to cross the freeway to get to it if you happen to be going in one direction mm-hmm. um those lines um defy what the uh, la Times says and where did we have let's see there were some um the um homemade waffle fries the other day it wasn't mno grill there was some place i can't find the reference to the homemade waffle fries oh well we'll have to come back with that um the uh, uh gentlemen anything else to cover any breaking news um nope we we talked about the catch oh well no we talked uh, about lady, the catch. In the lady in the pit is closed uh, the owner of Lady in the Pit, who's one of the few ladies in the barbecue business in the state of Texas, uh, is is having some conflict with the city over the operation of the pit, 
and all and also some difficulty with the landlord so she says she hopes to reopen she's working with them and hopes to come back and coming full circle in this episode uh, she has some of the best catfish whenever she can get open again so hoping that lady in the pits back we have full coverage of food news openings closings whims preferences on uh, on the star telegram dfw.com slash eats beat uh, star telegram entertainment and restaurant pages and follow us on twitter at eats beat our philpot and tx weekend chef and until next week i'm bud kennedy i'm robert philpot and steve wilson 